0: Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the comic, 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 comic
1: zone. Welcome to the comic zone. This is the comic zone. I'm Mike. Bill. I'm we, Aaron. Yep, we got Aaron Loman with us. How you doing, buddy? I've been doing pretty good sweet man
0: yeah
2: thanks for coming
1: on i know you uh been digging the show so i'm glad to finally get you on with us
2: thanks for having me yeah absolutely Yeah, no
1: doubt pull that mic a little closer to you buddy there you go what you been reading um i've been (laughs)
2: reading a few things actually i just uh started the new she hulk that came out um the other day uh it was fantastic um if you guys haven't read that one you really should it's she's you know she's back from being stuck as she hulk uh In the first scene, you see her walking down the street, and Talia meets up with her in the middle of the street and picks a fist fight with her, and she stops her, right before it starts, she has to strip off her skirt because it's the only one she's got. and Mm -hmm. So she takes that off and just hulks out, and they duke it out. And as they're duking it out, she's all like, all you want to do is box and relieve some stress. We could meet in an alleyway or... parking lot where there, nobody could get hurt and mm-hmm. yeah it was it was really interesting and then um jack of hearts showed up at the end of it all just beat up looking like you know death beat the crap out of him and nice and so yeah that one was interesting i've been reading the the new wolverine series uh that's been out um oh, many
3: de- x deaths or um, is that, oh, that oh, one that
2: hasn't i don't think came out yet um they just dropped x ex, x lives lives yeah yeah Wait. i read the first issue of that it was phenomenal i got um, it on my uh my, in my
1: queue
2: yeah it was I enjoyed that one I've been reading Berserker that's been a oh, really
1: yeah. good read and we're going to talk a little bit about that today too
2: I've um, been reading a bunch of the new Power Ranger stuff that they've put out because they split it into two categories they had Go-Go Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin and so yeah I've been reading that they're in the Altarian War mm. um, it explains how Zed becomes Zed uh, which I found out that he's just like Zordon he's from the same planet uh, but he became the way he did by touching the Zeo crystal
1: I don't know what any of that means. Me, sorry. I- <laughs>
2: yeah, I got little brothers. They love Power Rangers, and I kind of. So you always been them. into
1: Power Rangers? Or? Um,
2: since yeah, since it first started, yeah, I, I really dig it. Um, I watched it with my little brother every day after school. Um, it was one of the little things that we did. Um, but I like you know pretty much everything because I've also been reading Spider Woman. Um, Steve got me into that with this newest run that came out with that, and she's a pretty interesting character. I enjoy. I've been enjoying the development of that.
1: Like silk or like just uh, spider, spider Woman. 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 Yeah, Sp- are they doing? I didn't know they Corp? were doing a Spider Woman run. Yeah,
2: they are on issue eighteen, I believe, right now. Oh, hmm. and it's it's been pretty good.
1: Interesting. Are they doing a Beyond
2: bit. Corp into it yet? Uh not yet. They haven't. Not in this run, anyway. Um, I've also been reading a few Transformer ones. Um, uh, Shattered Glass, which has been really interesting because it's not your typical Transformers. So the Decepticons are the good guys and the Autobots are the bad guys and
1: So is it like an alternate universe? Uh, kind of, yeah. I um, got you.
2: Yeah, it's been really interesting seeing the Decepticons be the good guys and you know do what the Autobots did, and, you know, for our cartoons and everything and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just they've been some really good reads. I've been heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, and if you haven't read King Grimlock yet, oh, that has just been phenomenal. Uh, it's pretty much King Grimlock. Yeah,
3: he uh, that Grimlock gets sucked back into time. You know somehow. who that is,
1: right? No,
3: I, I, I you don't
1: remember anything about Transformers.
3: I watched the cartoon as a kid, and that's about it. Uh, he was the leader of the Dinobots, he was the T Rex. Uh,
1: yeah, he was the big nice, yeah, yeah.
2: And so he gets kind of sucked back into time into this uh, um, Earth like area where it's you know, like Mayan, um, Temple of Times and all that and um, they were trying to bring Optimus Prime while they ended up getting Grimlock and he has denounced himself as king because well he's Grimlock
1: (laughs) (laughs) he was always my favorite like in um, wasn't he weren't the Dinobots in the old uh, eighties animated movie.
2: Uh, they were, yes. But,
1: um, yeah, for a little bit at yeah, least. It's Grimlock...
3: off as its own TV show. It, cartoon, yeah. 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 Separate, yeah. And then they kind of merged into transformers later. Um, well, it, no, actually,
2: um, I believe it was in the middle of the first season that the Dinobots were introduced. Um, but in the theatrical movie, uh, Grimlock and cup were running around, uh, trying to fight things. And they, that's when they met the centaurians. Um, and then they got, went over to the junkyard planet where you meet right gear and
1: mm, yeah man you remember all that shit that's, yeah that's, i it. Yeah. i need to i need yeah. to watch that again that was such a fucking sweet movie man especially like for the time i think i thought it was i think i was four when that came out
2: yeah, i was five or six and
1: it was like my mom took it me to it in the theater and i mean i fuck, loved that movie I had the VHS, I must have wore it out. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah. I've I've bought five different DVD copies of it. I still cry when Prime dies. <laughs> it's a very sad scene.
1: That's right at the beginning, too. <laughs>
2: it is, which upset a lot of parents back then, too. Everybody was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, and
1: then he cusses in it? I think, yeah. I think he says do- shit in there?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he
1: says shit. And I was like,
2: oh. Yeah, no, it was definitely <laughs> one of my favorite cartoon movies back then.
1: Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a really great movie. I, can't say, I don't remember it, dude. You should watch it again. Yeah, it came yeah. out in 85. I think it's something and... that'll withstand the test of time. Like it's one of those that'll never get old. No,
2: definitely not, and especially if you're a Transformers fan. Yeah, I mean, it, it beats all of Michael Bay's stuff hands down, just because it was the first.
1: <laughs> well, and it's got a great story. I, don't know, I think the Michael Bay stuff kind of went off the rails.
2: Oh, I think I agree. I mean,
1: that last one, you're just like, huh.
2: Eh? I liked the last two that had Mark Wahlberg in it. I thought they did pretty good on that. Um, I, I thought it was kind of dying down with Shiloh LaBeouf on that third one. It was just like, ah.
1: Well, he he was kind of what made the first couple movies, like one of the things that made those first couple movies really good, though. He was, Shia, he was, he was definitely was, interesting He character. was so funny. Yeah. He was really funny. It before he went. Crazy shit.
3: What did you think of Bumblebee?
2: Oh, I loved it. I thought it was oh, perfect. I didn't never watch that. That one was
3: really good. I I, meant to I, watch I enjoyed it. I, I think with problem the Transformers, I had there was no real I mean, didn't feel any big character growth movie to movie. It almost felt like the a retread of the same thing with just a, you know, a different villain. They yeah. were all very entertaining. I enjoyed them. I'd probably watch them again. I'd
2: have to say out of all of them, all the live action, Bumblebee was probably hands down the best. Yeah, really?
3: Yeah. Um, I the, need to watch that Maybe the first one, May, uh, really close, neck and neck. But yeah,
2: yeah, because I
1: really enjoyed the the first one because
2: it was like, oh hey, they're finally on the big screen, live action.
1: Well, that was like those Ninja Turtles movies too that they didn't finish. Like, well, they did the two of them and then didn't do any more of them, which I thought kind of sucked. I think a lot of people hated those, but the second I one liked, was... I liked the reimagining of it all. Secret of the Ooze. That You're will no, always be the little bit no, one no, no not that the old, the other, not yeah, the old the one. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the original. Yeah, that's the 90s, that's 80s a The second of a little bit yes, a a great movie. I've, that's another one I wore the VHS. Oh, yeah. a little bit of
3: a little bit of a little a kid was the was movie the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, action yeah. figures I always wanted those I was too. probably too old to collect at that time too but hey I, I, I mean are stopped. we really
2: too old to collect I guess we're yeah, three grown late. men talking about collectibles and <laughs> comics so I guess the answer is no yeah, yeah. I mean, well, because I bought two of the sets that uh, they got down in Norse Comics. It was a six pack of villains and a six pack of oh turtles, yeah. It was
1: kind of the remade um, of the old action figures, yeah, right?
2: They use the original Playmate molds because apparently Playmate doesn't throw out their molds, and a, so yeah, it was still all the original yeah. blister packaging, everything that came
3: with it. That was just sitting in some guy's basement for sixty years, and then all of a sudden, or you know, twenty years, and
1: then brings it out. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd have been okay, dude, with that. dude. That'd be even better, though. <laughs> That'd be even better if it was, like, original.
2: Yeah, well, because
1: the only thing you can tell
2: that's different between them is on, like, these new ones. It has all, like, the social media stuff on there for, like, Facebook, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Twitter, and all that.
1: Yep. Like, I had a lot of Ninja Turtles action figures, but the ones I wanted the most was just the original set. And, like, I had, like, one or two of them, but I never had them all, and I never had all their stuff that came with them. Like, I got them at, like, garage sales or whatever. You know, you'd go into, go to a garage sale. There'd be, like, a bucket of... You're missing an arm. Yeah. Well, oh. not, those ones I always threw out. Like, I always wanted my shit, like, to be complete. If they were broke, I was like, eh. It's battle damage. I don't need this. <laughs> you, yeah.
3: you glue like some Legos or constructs, and put a hook on the end of it, and now he's yeah, know, he's the bionic he's a cyborg. Yeah, cyborg. Uh, you know. Yeah, like, I remember my
2: and... mom. I think she got him at a garage sale, but she bought this big old box of Ninja Turtle stuff for me. It had the blimp in it um, with the balloon. Oh, um, Had that. the bombs on it. Had the turtle van. It was missing a few pieces, but
1: I had um, the turtle van. And I had the um what what's the fucking the Techno drone? Yeah, I had that. See, too. I didn't
2: have that. That would have been awesome to have.
1: That thing was pretty sweet. I had yeah. crazy amount of G. I. Joe stuff.
2: Uh that was my
3: cousin that had all the G. I. Joe's. The Terror Dome, The uh a lot a few different planes, the stealth. Oh yeah. I remember I all I never those. was into. And then Star Wars was my thing as a kid, you know. I had the adat, at was the big one.
2: Oh, I knew a few people that had some original. Where's is it ATAT? A-T. It's ATAT. A-T. I don't See, know why people call I, it a-a-t. I always
3: call it, so it. I've always had.
1: Ugh. Because it's me wanna... easier. No. It is. It's an AT-AT. So you're say me, me, It's the same. It's just as easy to say it. at ATAT.
3: There's four syllables, or adat,
1: two. Adat. You know, it sounds so, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm never calling it that. Well, well, and most
2: sure people, as like soon it. as you say it, they, <laughs> they know that's the big Imperial Walker that, you know, was being. Yeah, I know what you're
1: talking indoor. about <laughs> when you say it. I'm just like, I'm not, no.
2: Yeah, I've also been reading the Star Wars High Republic uh, series that came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got one them, of those.
1: But I haven't,
3: I've have been so far behind on reading them.
2: Yeah, I'm. On, I think I'm like four issues behind, but it's it's been a really interesting read. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely you know with with Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett coming out and everything that's going on. Star Wars is like it's like being a kid all over again when Phantom Menace came out and all that fun jazz. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I remember when Phantom Menace came out. I think it was at a went to some kid's birthday and that was his birthday party was to go to that movie.
2: That would have been a heck of a birthday party. Or no, did two. I go, maybe
1: I went, no, maybe I went to that with my mom.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know me and my I brother, went. a couple of his friends went to the mall for that showing there at the mall, and they still had the theater there.
1: Yeah, I can't remember.
3: I saw Empire Strikes Back in utero, so I think Star Wars is just in my DNA.
2: Yeah, I was um, in the womb when my mom and uh, dad went and saw the first Star Wars back in 70s, back then, because, you know, I was born in 81, so... And then huh. they went and saw a couple more, and I got to see. I think it was uh, Empire Strikes Back. That was the first one I got to see, and yeah, I was hooked after that.
1: Yeah, the. <clears throat> so you guys are caught up on, the show? Oh yeah, I, I haven't have... seen this week's. Okay, yeah. well but then I won't give no spoilers. Isn't that I like watched... the, it's like one with the Mandalorian mostly, right? Yeah. Okay, but as far as like the the Boba Fett story goes. What do you guys think about how that's going down?
2: I think it's going down phenomenally. I mean, it, it, it showed him come out of the uh, Sarlacc pit. It showed what you know has transpired over the years of him being on Tatooine after crawling out. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's really changed his character because uh, he's not that same bounty hunter that we
3: saw back in the 80s. He's got a code that you never saw before. Yeah. Well, he always
1: had a code. It was, m- well, but I the mean, code was always.
3: He never said anything in the original movies. No, he had like four lines throughout yeah. all
1: the movies. Yeah, but I'm talking like in the books and shit. I, I always forget that. Yeah, you're Not so everybody's. Good. Not everybody's read as much. <laughs> I've read a few of the books. I've read a lot of it.
2: I just, I think they've really brought him to life and gave him more depth, and um, they just, you know, show what he's transpired through after crawling out of the Sarlacc pit and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because if you've watched *Mando* *Mandalorian*, you see that he comes and gets his armor. Well, oh, you know they show the years that transpired between him crawling out of the pit and actually going and finding his armor.
1: Mm. Didn't wasn't that fucking uh, that sheriff guy wearing it? For uh, yes. part of it, For, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah,
2: he was wearing part of it because he found it with the Jawas and.
1: Yeah, that was a cool episode. Yeah, I like I that liked episode. That one. Yeah, and the guy that. Um, <clears throat> played that sheriff. I forget his name. I always remember him from that show justified. Yeah. But he played, I mean, he's always a good in pretty much anything. He oh yeah. Plays I, in.
2: I thought he did spot on in that. And yeah, I just, good. I've been really impressed with the Mandalorian, with the book of Boba. Um, when they introduced Ahsoka, I thought they did a phenomenal <laughs> job with her.
1: Ahsoka. That'll be interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty interested to see that show. I'm a big fan. Of, uh, is uh, Roseanne Dawson? Isn't Ro- yeah, Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah. Rosario Dawson. Sorry. Yeah, I've I've and,
2: liked her for a long time.
1: I like her a lot, and um, Ahsoka's always been my my favorite character from Star. Well, not always. When that first uh, the animated movie came out. Oh yeah, I fucking hated her character.
3: I liked her in the Clone Wars series. Yeah, the Clone
1: Wars cartoon. It was the movie, and then they came out with the series after.
3: Yeah, I watched it all
1: like Netflix years after it came out. So I don't. Yeah. I went to the theater to to watch that.
2: Yeah. See, and I didn't watch the movie until after like three seasons into the Clone Wars, and I saw that there was a movie, and so I was already introduced to her, and I I, I could see why you didn't like her. She was kind of.
1: Well, I didn't fully. I hadn't quite read a lot. Uh, a lot of books or anything. I didn't... I wasn't super... I was into Star Wars, but I hadn't read a lot of yeah. lore. And, like, it didn't make sense to me, him having a an apprentice. And we hadn't seen all of Clone Wars yet, obviously. So, I mean, and then just her character slowly started to make more sense to me. And then I just started to really love her character and, like, how she had a lot of growth. Like, the... From where she was in the beginning was completely different than how she is later. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's that's what makes a really great character in general. One of my favorite characters in Dragon Ball Z is Vegeta. And that's because of his character growth. He shows up on the planet, on Earth, as an invader. Uh, fully willing to destroy the planet if he needed to. Like, no problem at all. And then... Um, and then by the end of Dragon Ball Z, he sacrifices himself for the planet to save his family. Who like He's created a life on the planet, um, and he's defending the Earth by the end of the series. And then later on in Super, it goes even farther, and him and Goku are... Are friends,
2: and they still like to beat each other up because oh know. yeah, they
1: just love to fight them. Yeah, and that's what that's their dynamic is—they push each other. One gets stronger, and they, it pushes the next guy to surpass him. And they just they constantly have that that back and forth, and that's what you know. I think that that character growth and just in general, like it's like to see—you don't see that a lot in, mm-hmm. in shows where a bad guy becomes. The good guy by the end, and it take it takes a long time through that show.
3: Some of them, I mean, there's somewhere they come off first as like a dick or an adversary, but then they develop into, you know, yeah, like it's uh, a little different. The, um, fringe, like the 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 lieutenant. I can't remember his, his his um.
2: Yeah, I know. I think I know who you're talking about. I just can't think of his name, but. Yeah, I, I really do enjoy when you see a bad guy that, you know, you think is gonna just be the the main villain throughout the whole thing, all of a sudden, oh hey, he's all of a sudden fighting for us, not against us. And
1: Yeah, well, and it's not just that, like he was so selfish. Yeah. And it was all about him and being the strongest, and he didn't care about anything but that. And then by the end he and it's 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 that gradual Growth. He starts, you know, he starts out as the big villain. Then he's a re- reluctant ally. Then he's, you know, trying to figure out how to become a Super Saiyan and living on Earth and trying to figure out how to do that. And then it he somehow like has a family at some point, And then he, you know, he gradually becomes a loving father. And then to the point to where the first time he hugs his son is right before he's about to sacrifice himself for him and the rest of the planet and everyone and the universe in general, because if after Boo destroys the planet, he'd move on and wipe out the universe. So it's that slow, gradual character growth to that point. He even realized that he had in his mind had become weak because of these things. He, he enjoyed having a family. He loved his family and he was like, he saw that as weakness and so then he let Babidi, um use his magic and bring out that latent evil in him and that allowed him to let go and become stronger so he could fight Goku. That's all he wanted to do was fight Goku and prove that he was stronger than him.
2: That he was the strongest of all Saiyans. Yep.
1: And he ended up that ended up causing Majin Buu to be released, so he saw it as, you know, his duty, basically, to take him out and save everyone. Which was, you know, like I said, crazy from going from being a homicidal lunatic to being the guy that will take himself out to save everyone. Or Venom. Yeah. that's had
3: a, over his long history, he's has quite a... Quite an evolution.
2: That he has, and I have I've actually enjoyed watching his evolution, you it, know.
3: It's made him it's I've like Kate's has brought it to a whole new level for me. And oh yeah. Are you reading the new one? Uh, um
2: I've read a I haven't read all of them, but I've read a bunch of them and yeah, Kate's just did a phenomenal job on that run. Um, I was way impressed. Remembering him as an just an angry Eddie Brock wanting revenge against Spider Man to now he's yeah, out he there was so- saving people.
1: He was so one dimensional back then, you know it, that it just was, it was, he, he, uh, was
3: a, he was a terrible villain. it was very flat, yeah, I mean, I think as that much as kid. I love it in the art and I think the McFarlane image is what really cemented that for me in that spider man even the and then the Bagley kind of his afterwards, yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's that's when I was in my first comic impression and collective It was that that era and and carnage and
2: whatnot. That that, was a great series, Maximum Carnage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's kind of the interesting thing, though, right? Is, like, that's even more interesting is when somebody can come along, like, a a great character concept has come up with, but maybe it's a little flat, or, like, compared to nowadays. But then people can come along and add their little bit of flavor or reinvent the character and make it so much better, or even just, like... Watching a character develop slowly over time, I think that's like what really gets you attached, and really um like in an emotional way to the, like characters, and then you care what happens to them.
2: Well, and I know with Venom, I I think I really became a huge fan of him when he became um when he when the symbiote mixed with Flash Thompson, and he became um uh Agent
1: uh, uh, Venom. Ancient Venom. Yeah, and then Eddie Brock was anti Venom, right?
2: Uh no I don't, I don't do yeah because it was
1: because the symbiote was I read something that there was latent symbiote in his blood I, or I whatever never, and then he got had cancer and it reacted with the cancer yeah
3: I was like I don't remember
2: who became anti
1: venom I'm be honest. pretty sure it was Eddie Brock
3: I don't remember I I never read any anti venom. Yeah, I have remember it's symbi- oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, It's like a white color. It looks, I've he seen it. It looks him. fucking
1: yeah. cool as
2: fuck. Yeah, I dig the symbiote of it, but I don't know much about him.
1: Yeah. So, is so the symbiote? I mean, those are basically mortal, right? They, they can't die other than from like fire or whatever. They can die. Yeah, if they don't have a host but body. But they're not going to die of old age or anything.
2: Um, as long as they have a host body, um, They will live for a while, but the host body itself can actually degrade and die, and then they have to find a new one. Eddie uh Eddie Brock is anti-venom. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, that's
3: what Mm -hmm. I thought. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man presents anti-venom, a new way to life.
1: It had something to do with him having cancer, and the venom or the symbiote cells reacting with the fucking cancer cells or something like that.
3: Symbiote human white blood cells. Oh,
1: okay, I think that's what. Yeah, I watched the whole YouTube thing about it.
2: Yeah, I never really I get... got into him that much, and that's why I didn't realize he was Eddie Brock. But that is kind of cool because Eddie's been with the Symbiote forever now.
1: <laughs> yeah, is he? Does he? He doesn't have the cancer anymore then?
2: Um, no, I think I think he actually got rid of that in this last run because his. If I remember right, his son now. Um, was wearing the symbiote in, after uh, Null came through, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, and and the and the new with a volume four is it with or five with um, Ram V and uh, Irving, who's writing it. Yeah, he uh, Dylan is carrying Venom.
1: And, That's uh, Eddie's son. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: His transformation was good as well. Like how you know because like Eddie dealt with his dad abusive father relationship and then kind of then found out we had a son through them. So, and then him kind of coming and he, he got a little bit of a comic quick coming of age story for him, mm-hmm. you know, and we're trial by fire. Just like, just like father, like son, like Eddie. Yeah. Right. And well, and
2: didn't Eddie find out
3: about his son while he was on
2: um, the island that he was stashed away on?
3: Sounds about right. Or uh, It's been a while since I read Read the Venom Island part.
2: Yeah. I was like, I read a few of those. Um, I actually had, um, during the uh, COVID, I had ordered, uh, I think it was Venom number 25. Um, it had the iconic cover of Venom over Spider Man with the battle damaged uh, mask and everything. And mm. yeah, that's what got me into the new Venom run was getting that and rating it. And so it, I really enjoyed it. I have. Did you finish some of that? Um, I read a bunch of it. I didn't get it. I don't. I didn't read all of it, um, but I did finish it where they defeated Null and everything, which I thought was really interesting with the way he could control all the symbiotes and yeah.
1: How how did they beat him? So he took Mjolnir,
3: Silver Surfer's board, and the symbiote, and kind of fused it into like a giant. Was it a sword or I don't, yeah? It was, and then just you're done. Fuck you. Game over pretty much but it was pretty I thought it was pretty badass. I know some people said it was thought it was probably a little anticlimactic, but I thought it, it I thought it was just like so that's I, what I remembered. Yeah,
2: so I bought a Peach Momoko portfolio from uh Norse Comics and
1: I remember it, that because you had it with you. Yeah. Um then,
2: one of the pictures was uh I believe it was <clears throat> Silver Surfer, uh fighting Null with the big old board blade and yeah, it was just phenomenally well drawn. She was a
3: phenomenal a artist. Silver Surfer, Black, I think, uh, was also Kate's. Oh, I didn't know that. So if if Kate's has his own like universe within his own writing, that's like, awesome. Like if you can go back to Thor, there was a place where he the uh, this the Cl- Clintar actually came down during like um, Beowulf time and oh, okay. like like. Uh, Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. And then, and that's where kind of this Thor story started up and then so that's really was like the origin of uh King in Black. Oh, okay. I like that. It's a good it, origin. You, like Thor's Kates is uh, amazing. It like I love the Venom stuff and how, how he writes, but like Thor is a whole new level. I never really cared that much for the character, I always thought he was kind of like
1: the dumb jock.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the movies I think did it had him a little more dynamic, but yeah. is
1: that it? Yeah, that's the sword, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, and then and he also fused it with there was a sort of um that was part of the King in Black, which is the sword that came down in and Thor,
2: yeah. I was is say- that
1: Silver Surfer? It looks yeah, like Silver Iceman. Surfer appeared, yeah. That's him? Or who's that that's holding the sword?
3: I think that's Venom. You might be looking at, is that is Silver it- Surfer black,
1: or is that King? Of- I have no idea. I know that's like the Null guy, though, right? Yeah. Is this not the same thing?
3: It is. I don't remember where it fits in. Yeah, I was like, I don't I, remember. It was if you, if you, I've read so much since then. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like I know that, that looks familiar,
1: but it's not what I pictured the sword looking like. Looking like, and
3: that wasn't the end. That I don't think that was because he appeared within one of the last three or four. Like, if you look at just the Cates, the Venom, and the King in Black, the five from there was only like maybe eight. Books maybe nine
2: Yeah somewhere right in there yeah
3: So uh, like the last three or four he kind of It was almost like They were like something yeah One more person coming to Coming to this fight or whatever And then he was well like Yeah because I know
2: Eddie got mad at um, His son for donning on the symbiote To go fight Null um, Because he was like no it's going to kill you And and Null had all these awesome Symbiote dragons everywhere And and engulfed the entire planet In a symbiote pretty much
1: yeah huh I mean it was like Dude, maybe I, and they were, and I would like to read all this but I've heard that the run is kind of long right no screw all the tie-ins uh
3: there's maybe a handful of good ones that are that are fun uh but I tried to go for all of the tie-ins and most of them were very disappointing it was hey I'm gonna take this book and we're gonna fight a symbiote dragon and that's it and, yeah, and, you
1: that, was know, the, and the, that was the uh black Knight one
3: or whatever. I mean, there was a lot of them. There was Black yeah. Knight. There was there was a, a sp- amazing Spider Man one that was pretty good. Um, there was a, a Avengers, Captain America, uh, America. Spider Woman, Thunderbolts. I think Miss Marvel Planet was the, in there. Planet of the Symbiotes. Everything. Hulkling and Wiccan. Hulk, Hulk, Wiccan.
2: Oh yeah, they they were in there. They that
3: one was the worst one. <laughs> they didn't even fight the dragon. They were on their honeymoon. It was just a love story, it, and <laughs> it was, and it was like it, I. was disappointed because I was looking for King and Black something. that's like they're on their honeymoon. They get they evacuate the island, and that's it. They don't even fight the dragon. They just evacu- They just help we evacuate just the place. Just yeah, like, well, the, they, they help. The, yeah, it was kind of like <laughs> <laughs> it was a filler, pretty much. They it, can't it all be home runs. No, but stick to the the Cates and the other, and and you get the full. You get everything you need. Yeah, no filler. And I it's pretty short. It, it, it would be two trade paperbacks, maybe
2: three. Yeah, maybe three tops. I was gonna say what I don't remember which book it was in, but one of my favorites was uh, watching Captain America, Iron Man, and a couple of the other Avengers uh, fighting Null, and all of a sudden they just get encapsulated in what looks like this just black tar, but it's a symbiote, and the, he Null is controlling it and just trying to suffocate the life out of the heroes and. Mm. Yeah, it got pretty. Some of them were pretty dark, but it was it was a good run. I enjoyed it. So, what what would you do if that hit the movies? Um, I would definitely go, try to go see it because <laughs> <laughs> I lose my shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Spider Man has been one of my favorite characters for years. I related a lot to him as a kid. Just, you know, being a nerd, not having many friends.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, he, I did too when I was a kid. Spider Man was a big. Yeah, he was like my friend when I didn't have any at one point, you oh, know, yeah. when I first moved here. And...
2: Him and Wolverine were, were my, my go-tos back when I was younger. Wolverine, you know, he was, he had that attitude that he didn't take shit from nobody. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then you got Peter over here who was humble and, you know, does what he's got to do, and-, and has
1: real people problems. Like exactly, yeah. That's what made him relatable. Is he went and saved the day, and then still had to go get his his and test it, in on time. And yeah, he was
3: shat on. You know, his life. He had really big. You know, he paid a big price all the time on well, the for first his relationship.
1: That was a lot yeah, of the man, time. That was because of his own failings, though. And he, you know, that was his. Or what he considered to be his own failings. Well,
2: the death of his unc- of Uncle Ben, I think, is what sealed the deal for him of realizing, hey, I've, I, I can't be this guy here to, and do this. I've got to be this guy and stick strictly to this.
0: Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: you know, he was out trying to make money to buy a car at a wrestling match and let the robber go. And next thing he knows, he's on his way home, and people have broke in. Uncle Ben had got shot. and
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then later on in the series, they they touched on it in the animated series as well. In the nineties, his parents were um, they didn't really die; they went, you know, they were.
1: Oh yeah, that was a. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that. I used to watch that like every day after. I think that one's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, I should watch all that again. Yeah,
2: I got my kids started on that
1: because they well, d- they do X-Men. have <laughs> they do have the Secret Wars. Uh. Episode in there whether it was like two episodes and then yeah. you get the symbiote Spider Man and actually Venom and Carnage in that show. Mm-hmm.
2: And they also touch in on the House of M um with Madame Webb and
1: on the old one?
2: Yeah, in the nineties when it was uh right there at the very end of it.
1: I thought House of M happened in the like pretty recently. Like ten years or whatever.
2: No, no, that that happened in the '90s cartoon. Um, it was later towards the end of the series, um, but yeah, they had Madame Web, and um, they pulled a bunch. You know, they had um, Ben Riley's Spider Man. I think they had Miles Morales in it. They had a House of
1: House of M was X Men, dude.
2: Uh, well, I wanted to say House of M because it was what popped in my head, but that's um,
1: why I was confused. Is like the House of M was.
2: Yeah, that might be the well, current X-Men that, run, but...
1: That was, yeah, X-Men. But I know they had... Like, I know you're talking Webb about, and, though. I yeah. Know yeah.
2: And they brought in, like, five or six different uh, Spider-Mans out of the Spider-Verse into there, and um, you had the the one that had that armor that looked like uh, rhinestones, and...
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember all that. That was fucking such a good show. Nice one. I'm going to watch all that again. Yeah, that was
2: back on in the day when you had X-Men on TV, and...
1: Yeah, X-Men... Everybody loved X Men. I still do. <laughs> For some people, that's their. There was. The, I mean, that didn't. You know, couldn't read comics or whatever. That was their only access to. Yeah. That kind of thing. So, I mean, that was would be their first introduction to like X Men or any of that stuff. Even that Silver Surfer cartoon was fucking good.
3: Yeah. It was kind of. I'm watching it now. was pretty slow.
2: <laughs> you you could definitely tell the times have changed since animation and everything
1: <laughs> well that's when they're you know they're drawing um everything by hand back yeah. then so now it's i watched a whole thing about how they it's like the how why the animation like an anime and everything is so clear is they're doing it in layers now. Oh, okay. Everything's done in layers on, you know, and you're drawing on a computer or whatever. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you're able to get much more clean animation that way. Um, Well, and they introduce
2: so many characters into those shows that, you know, for the longest time, you know, they just had tidbits in the comics and then they were, you know, they they were brought to life in the show and, you got a little bit more backstory like with Jubilee and uh mm-hmm. Rogue and a few, Morph of all. You know, yeah, he only was in like three episodes, but without that, you know, without that series, I don't think many people would know who he was.
1: Right. No, that's a good point. A lot of the, you know, a lot of the different um mutants in general. Yeah. Um well, that, and that's some of that's thanks to the movies, of course, but I mean, like you say, a lot of a lot of people that didn't ever read the comics wouldn't know anybody but the main team and Magneto and maybe some of the villains, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, the Brotherhood of Mutants. But this, <laughs> other than like this, I mean, thanks to that cartoon, I mean, a lot more people had access to the X Men. Oh that yeah, kind of thing.
2: I mean, it was a great cartoon hour for a whole generation.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like those are some of the, and then you know, even the DC cartoons, Batman. Oh yeah, I Superman. love Batman the animated series. Superman wasn't really, you know, it was what kind of whatever, but I had a Superman phase. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> Superman's <laughs> all right, man. Is, I like I, Superman. It's the
3: movies back when I was a young kid. Oh so. yeah,
2: Christopher Reeves, hands down, one of my all-time yeah. favorite Superman actors. I mean, I I yeah. like. Superman in bits and pieces, but as a whole...
1: I um, like him more in the comics than I do in in movies.
2: See, and I'm a bigger Batman fan than I am Superman, and I've noticed that with a lot of people that like Batman tend not to like Superman, because in the comics, Batman, he he respects him, but he hates him because he's waiting for him to go rogue, and Mm -hmm. with all that power, he could destroy everything.
1: Yeah. I think they're dynamic. Is just uh, interesting in general, and it's got Batman better Superman.
2: in these cartoons that they've been producing. Like in Last Ride, oh yeah, that was I think I've seen uh, that one.
1: No, the the comic run. Oh, I don't the think justice I read that. Justice League Last Ride.
2: Oh, I did not read any of that one,
1: <sighs> dude. You should read that. That's really good.
2: I'm gonna have to look into that one.
1: There's some parts in there that'll have you like almost tearing up, like in. Uh, a few of them, uh, Wonder Woman, the Immortal Wonder Woman, in during Future State was like that real yeah. real tear jerker.
2: Yeah, I read a few of the Future States, and they were really good.
1: I loved Future State.
2: And of all Most of those, of the, the Joker Wars, I had have to say that was one of the best arcs I've read in a while. <clears throat> and the Three Jokers,
1: mm-hmm.
2: oh, just amazingly done.
1: That Sweet. is a really good story, just in general. Yeah, I think that's when Chelsea's is forcing me to read next. She oh, you will enjoy that. It. It's really great because what was the one that um they don't lean too hard and in, into one origin or another. Like they still leave that mystery there, but they give you um, a lot of interesting story uh, and like perspective on, perspective on the different Jokers. Yeah, and.
2: They, well, then bringing Jason Todd into it in mm-hmm. the, the second book was...
1: Well, he's got to be there. Well, yeah, of because, course. Because, I mean, it, it's a big part of just the, what's going on there in, in general. You should. There's a movie, too, isn't there?
2: Uh, no, they actually did it on the Titans. Uh, they brought the whole Death in the Family arc into Titans. Mm-hmm. And, no, not that, know, that one. Death I meant the... A good one. Or are you talking about the Death in the Family uh, cartoon movie that they put the out? The
1: Three Jokers. There's a movie... Oh, I didn't know they put a Three Jokers movie out yet. I'm pretty sure. There might be. Maybe not.
2: Did you ever read the uh, Joker Killer Smile? Uh, no, I w- I wanted to, but I had so many other things I was reading at the time when it came out, but I've heard a lot of good things about it.
3: It's it's really good. I mean, it's, there was... Uh, I think it was like... Well, I have the read the book or the graphic novel, so I'm not sure where that fit in, but there was a, a Batman tie-in that... I don't want to spoil it, but pretty good as far as like twilight zone things flipped upside down nice by another jeff lemire is another great writer and he wrote that series okay Okay.
2: and yeah they do a lot of interesting things in the three jokers there was some stuff in there that i i didn't even see coming and um just the way they did it the way they ended it was perfect
1: yeah because it still leaves it open to um interpretation to some degree. We yeah. don't you don't get a solid you get three origins of the joker and you're still not sure which one's the you know what I mean the right one. Yeah. by the end. But the way they pretty, ended it I was like just Gotham perfect
3: that too. The show Gotham, did you ever Yeah,
2: I actually watched probably the first 3 seasons of it and and then things happened and
3: I I just yeah, I just kind of fell off somewhere for me too. I think yeah. and was like I never watched it. The first, it started off really strong.
1: And it answered the I, I can't get old,
2: on I can't get on board with it. It kinda answered the age old question, which came first, Batman or the villains.
1: Well and that's it's I think I think Batman is the cause. Co- a lot of heroes are the cause of their own it's like they said in Avengers he's uh vision he's like does our very strength invite catastrophe? Like do we create our own villains just by existing? And like
3: I think in the Marvel universe, yeah. In DC, Gotham was corrupt, yeah. And, and it
1: I, that the, Gotham created Batman, but he created a lot of his own villains. Most of his villains yeah.
2: were already there because Gotham takes place with an eight-year, like an eight to a twelve-year-old Bruce Wayne. He's still a child. He hasn't even thought about being Batman yet.
1: Yeah, but that's not that's not the actual Batman it's, origin, though. It's, it's more, of a, b- a, that's it more of a. It's more of like an alternate version to me.
3: It's like a prequel. And it's more about Captain, about Jeff Gordon, yeah, than it is Jim Gordon and Jim some Gordon. of the bad
1: guys um,
2: that were there that were established after we first seen Batman.
3: And you got some really great acting, like the, car- the guy who does Penguin has oh. really just creepy, weird, and it was like uh, watching
2: Danny DeVito in in an alternate universe. This guy was spot on.
3: Where he's like a skinny anorexic, weird, like, uh, really, yeah. And then the guy that they got to play shot. Joker
2: right. himself, um, I don't know if you've ever watched Shameless. Um, oh, yeah. I love that uh, show. It's his son, the um, one that uh, I think he joined the army and then um, bailed on him. Um, he's the one that they got to play the Joker. And it shows how he gets his little smile and just really well done.
1: I got you. I think I've well he's not the joker though, right? They no. can't call him that. No,
2: he is not called the joker. They
3: actually well, well, him. he kind of kinda... Well then like something just weird happened so it just almost it reminded me of three jokers. I think I read it? some yeah. I think so, I
1: read something where they there was some kind of copyright thing where they couldn't actually call him that.
2: Yeah, cuz I think it was Maybe. roughly around the same time that Joaquin Phoenix's
1: uh movie came out. Yeah, that might might be it. I don't know why that would matter though. It's kind of lawyers, guns and money. Yeah, I think it was more of a licensing thing than anything. I don't know if it had anything to do with the movie. It was more what they had access to CW. Yep. You know what I mean?
2: Oh yeah, and they've been doing a phenomenal job with their series right now. The ones on CW and even the ones that are on HBO currently have just been phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I I don't watch a lot of show. I've been reading um right now. I've been reading a lot of Anne Rice, and she passed away recently. And I've been yes. reading the Vampire Chronicles.
2: That's a great series.
1: I read uh, those back in high school. I mean, well, they're it's it would been ongoing up until 2018. So there's like 13 oh, books. Oh in.
2: wow, I didn't know she had that many more books. There's to a her. lot. Oh wow.
1: So. Where I'm at now, I'm on Queen of the Damned, uh, third book, and just I think just her approach to um just just how she can really get across the monotony and loneliness and despair of immortality in general, and how she's also able to convey that these people are from the times that they, you know, that she really gets that into their personality that they're from this time, that this guy is from the Roman times. Maybe this guy's from the uh, 17th century. And like, she really makes it. And also like she, she really is able to get that point that yes, they're from that time. And it, it makes a lot of sense in how they approach being a vampire, being immortal, um, well, which I think is—I mean, she's just really, really great.
2: And Lestat is probably my favorite character out of her series. Um, Just—he's cruel, he's maniacal, he's devious, but he does it in a way that you don't see it coming. He—he's—he seems more friendly, and then all of a sudden, you're like,
1: "Oh, hello." Well, yeah, and he's—that's a lot of what I mean—is like hell he approaches immortality as opposed to you know some of the other characters. Like, he um kind of hibernated before he even reached his hundredth year, yeah. Um, which was super rare for any immortal in general, yeah. Um, he meets this uh, this guy, Marius. Yeah. Um. And he's like seventeen hundred years old, and you know, I just think that, <clears throat> just that. I just think the concept of immortality is really interesting. And I, like you mentioned, Berserker earlier, yeah. right? And I thought when I read first time I read the first issue of Berserker, I was I just really saw the similarities between that and. Interview with the Vampire.
2: Yeah, I I can see some of those similarities. Yeah, because
1: and like, not to cut you, off, but like, um, like so when she's like that, that uh, like when he's sitting with the uh, psychiatrist or whatever, yeah, whatever she is, um, that just really reminded me of when she's when the dude's interviewing Louie in Interview with the Vampire. It's oh, so yeah. much, so similar, and I think. Just those, and and like how that guy is approaching immortality in yeah. Berserker, he just wants to die, yeah,
2: but he can't.
1: <laughs> and, um, and like, uh, it's interesting also, just like, uh, depending on the era that these people are from, whenever they became a vampire, it ha- the way they approach being one, um, just mentally, yeah, and like. If you were came about it like in an older time, you'd probably think in terms of angels and demons and whatnot yeah um and like later on it shows like vampires that are made in modern times and they like just more appreciate the power for what it is and don't approach it in like a philosophical way
2: yeah like blade for instance I you know I know he's half human but he's also that half vampire you know he he's got to face that as well cuz you know he he has all their all their powers and all their good stuff but none of the bad stuff you know he can go out in sunlight but he you know he he despises them and so he hunts them but he's going to be doing that endless cycle forever yeah is uh,
1: blade immortal is he fully immortal i can uh, that he, one might, not... he probably is he must
2: be i i would like to say yes just because he you know he is half vampire and
1: uh, well, in the comics, he's a full-on vampire, and then that's what's interesting about this Morbius show is uh, or this movie is in the comics. Morbius is the one that m- turned Blade into the Daywalker. Yeah, like he uh, bit Blade at some point, and because Blade was like just had normal vampire powers. Yeah, at one point, and then Morbius bit him, and he gained. Ah, uh, the ability to walk in the daylight and all those things.
2: And with that is Morbius an immortal as well? Being,
1: I that's I'm I don't know a lot about him, but I, I, I would either. imagine. But when, would you, when you so. when you told me about
2: immortality, so. he was one of the few that popped in my head. That's man. what I'm
1: saying. I was like, I'm really interested to see. Um, one, if Morbius, if we're gonna see Blade's origin, I know I've brought it up before, but if we're gonna see Blade's origins in that movie, and I. I really got a strong feeling that we are. That's the speculation. I got a really strong feeling that we are. It's going to be something. Yeah. Easter egg or something. Hopefully. It's got to be. Yeah. You're going to, he's going to like.
3: Especially because they, they already teased a little bit of it in the uh, post credit or that's what they're assumed. What do you mean? That blade was the voice that asked um, the dark Knight or or, uh, black Knight about the sword. At the end, the post-credit scenes to
1: oh fuck did he? How do you know that? Um, what do you? Ex- what do you mean?
3: I fucking, I think it was. I can't remember. Eternals, if it was, it was Eter- oh yeah, the post-credit scenes on Eternals. Oh yeah. Um, they had uh, John John Snow. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, that they, guy. That, and I, I I watched some YouTube video where they were explaining what. What the significance was, and the voice that you heard off camera, they're assuming was Blade.
2: Okay, yeah, because I did hear a voice off. Camera I need to watch that again. That. I need so, to watch that again.
3: Yeah, so I mean, it's still in the rumor, but that's kind of
1: where the dude. Um, the the, the smart money, the nerd money is my money's on getting some origin in Morbius. And then Blade uh, shortly after. We're going to be getting the Blade movie here soon. Yeah, because
2: we haven't seen Blade on or, the big screen since Wesley Snipes. Or
1: are they doing a show? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, didn't I they think do they, a Blade show
2: it. already? On like Sci-Fi Channel a few years ago?
1: Yeah. No, that was on HBO. Was it I think. HBO? I think it was HBO. Right. And it only went like a season or yeah. something. I'm going to look it up now.
2: Like I remember, I, I don't I never watched any of it, but I do remember seeing something <laughs> on it. And I swore it might have been the Sci Fi Channel, but it could have been HBO. They do a lot of weird things there. <laughs> yeah.
3: The Spawn cartoon? Did you watch oh, that? Yes.
2: Oh,
1: I
3: love that we movie. They
1: had like McFarland in a dungeon doing a pre <laughs> talking
3: about. It's all creepy.
1: The, the the you talking about the HBO cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I like I like Spawn quite a bit though. Yeah,
2: no, I love that movie, the first movie with Michael Jai White and yeah, that was a phenomenally well-done
1: movie. 2006 um, Went from Yeah, it only lasted a season, it looks like that Blade show. Yeah. And Sticky Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> was the was played? I don't know who Sticky Fingers is.
2: Yeah, I didn't recognize the actor that they had play it, and just from some of the previews I had saw, but it, it didn't look like the greatest show. To yeah, they, to were watch. Tra- they were
1: trying. They were kind of trying to play off of the same look.
2: Yeah, it made him look like Wesley Snipes. Character, yeah, kind
1: of like it's like the budget Wesley. That looks. It's like dollar store fucking down, blade. Right <laughs> up.
3: It looks like he's. I've more... seen cosplay that's a lot better
1: than. Yeah, that. it looks oh, yeah. like a cosplay. Jeez, it bad. totally looks like a cosplay. Oh, yeah.
3: Bad cosplay. Yeah. I went to the dollar store before I had up Comic-Con cosplay.
1: Yeah. And maybe, maybe that guy isn't, like, a, you know, maybe he wasn't ter- he doesn't look terrible. That costume sucks. Uh,
2: and just some of the things I saw in the previews for it, it, just, it looked like they were really grasping at straws and trying too hard. Yeah, way. trying to
1: hold on to what they had going with the movies. But after Blade Trinity, I think... That ship had sailed. That was a decent movie. I don't hate it.
2: It made popcorn taste good.
1: Yeah, it's not a horrible movie. I enjoy it. It's a, it's like Punisher Warzone, you know? Oh, yeah. I like that's that a, one, though. I, I fucking think that's a great movie. It's, I don't know if i that one. Dude, it's it's a stupid, bloody, gory, yeah. fucking shoot up yeah. badass time, and yeah, I thought it was awesome. pretty much
2: all action throughout the whole thing. He's killing people, and I think he... Uh, yeah, he gets his nose broke in one of the scenes that he pulls out a number two pencil, stuffs it up yeah. his nose, and sets his own nose.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty great movie, dude. You should watch it. It's, <laughs> me and my stepdad went to see it when it came out in the theater, and like we laughed and laughed just the whole time because it was just it's so ridiculous and gory, and shoot em up. It's what you would it's want a, to see out of a it's, Punisher yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a perfect Punisher movie, like... I think it was great, and the guy playing Punisher, he looked fucking badass.
2: Oh, and he did Frank Castle perfect.
1: Yeah, and he was big, like he should be. You know, like Frank should be.
2: Yeah, like Dolph Lundgren when he played him.
1: Uh, who does he was um so so? Why do you think? What do you think of the
3: new Punisher logo? Um, it looks stupid.
2: I haven't actually seen it. I've I've heard rumors that they're changing it and it looks, why they want. i got it.
3: I've got a picture of it. So if you read timeless. They gave a whole bunch of teases for all sorts of stuff happening in the Marvel universe, and that logo was one of them. I think I've heard people say this, and once they said it, I couldn't unsee it. But it looked like I think it looks dumb. The Mandalorian logo from Star Wars. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just and hate when fucking douchebags ruin good things.
1: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. You don't need to change it. It's all right. Here, the Punisher well, it, logo is iconic. It's a little bit. So it's like this weird, oh, like horns it It reminds thing. me of,
2: yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. Looks, that.
3: it does look Star Wars, though. Yeah, I mean, it definitely it,
2: does look like it came off. It kind
1: of reminds me of Punisher two thousand ninety nine. Yeah, that's so stupid. It looks. <laughs> well, and I know why they changed uh, it, it, you know, because
3: so we fear change. Well,
2: why? Well, a lot of the reason is is because the military and the police have been using his logo. Well, he is uh. anti that for the most part. You know, he's out there beating. Yeah. Well, what the anti- fuck? That doesn't and, make any well, no, sense. No, no, for no, no. no. There's me, more. There's it? more than that.
3: It's not just the cops and the and the military did, but then the 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 militant extremist adopted it. Yeah, and that's. That's why they had to kind of change. It. The same thing happened with like the the blue stripe on the American flag, yeah. or the yeah, the to support police. Then blue, you know, that was a legitimate good thing, yeah. but it was bastardized by the extreme. Exactly. And then yeah. you know, kids, you know, you know, and you know, black neighbors don't know the difference, and then all of a sudden, it's like somebody's supporting cops. All of a sudden, you know, it's, yeah.
2: It's, and I actually hadn't seen the new emblem. That's I'd
3: a whole
1: read other
2: article other on it. Conversation. <laughs> And Uh, so seeing it now, I just, I don't quite know how I feel about it. It's, you know, is it going to change who Frank Castle is? Or are they just going to?
3: You know, I think really what it comes down to for me is, is the story and the art. If, you know, if they have a kick-ass killer story. Yeah. And art that matches with it, I'll probably forgive it. Yeah. You know, but if it's, if they're just using it to crank out money and me to, you know, it's going to be.
1: Yeah.
2: I totally get that, because...
1: See, even Punisher 2099s, hold on, still, hold on. even that me. looks way cooler. Like, that, it looks dumb, and it still looks way cooler than that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> the, I, I remember that. The jaw that. is a codpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it still looks better than that. Oh, man, the
2: 2099 series just... They had a lot of fun with that one, I think. <laughs> god piece.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> it is the bottom of the jaws is codpiece
2: <laughs> oh, I remember the action figure. it was almost identical was, uh, to that, yeah, it was bad
1: only get a drink, you guys keep rocking. Uh,
3: so we we asked this uh random question so if you if you had a superpower or or even mutation, what would it be?
2: That's actually a really good question. I've thought about this for years uh I mean, I would love to have spider man's powers um just because he's one of my favorite even wolverines but i honestly i there's so many of them out there it's so hard to choose because there's some really great ones and then there's some like even eric eric's uh power of magnetism would be phenomenal to have that is that's my pick (laughs) you know you could do so many good things with it that's a
1: fucking god tier power right there he is
2: an omega-5 mutant Mm
1: -hmm. yeah he's a Scary Powerful. Like, during the... Uh, did you read the Planet Size X-Men?
2: I did. Uh, during the Hellfire. Yeah, Gala. you or... saw
1: him, like, pulling a fucking iron meteor through space and just riding on it?
3: Yeah. Dark Ages. Have you read reading that?
2: Uh, no, I haven't. Not yet.
3: All right, then I won't spoil it, but they, they use Magneto to... I didn't know you had Nice killer bees. You, to, I'll, you might want to give you the spoilers. It's not yeah, go spot. for it. I'd... So, he uses... The bad guys so all EMP universe invades our universe. Nothing electronic works. Okay. Uh, that's the premise. Um they use Magneto to create a Faraday cage so they can build electronic devices.
2: I had heard something about that, and that's really awesome because
1: yeah, I mean so Okay, well other- what happens? They gotta use them in the cage and that's it? Like
3: I mean, it's yeah, it's a comic book, so the logic probably only goes so far. Well, <laughs> but
2: I heard he, something that he um, and I don't. I could be wrong on it, but he encased the entire planet in that Fair Day cage.
3: They they might have. I
1: eventually maybe. Oh, did I leave it open? My bad. But
2: yeah, no. There are so many powers out there, whether they're mutant abilities or powers gained, like Miss Marvel, or I mean, honestly, if. I developed any type of power. I would. I'd totally be okay with it. Even Bishop, because his power oh, was amazing.
1: Bishop's cool. Yeah. But, like, if I, would, I, could... I don't
3: know if I'd want to be a telepath though. Yeah. No. Definitely, definitely not. Like Legion or somebody. You're... or even Charles. I mean.
2: Yeah. I. <coughs> I would have done went crazy by now
1: hearing everybody's thoughts.
3: Unless Dude, you could turn. Unless you could turn it he off. He can and turn on. it off though. But that was probably
1: after years of. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. No. I mean, and he definitely lost his shit a little bit, like hearing all that for sure. Oh yeah, being and they... being buffeted by everyone's thoughts, that would suck. Do you know Legion? Who Legion is? Yeah, of course. Okay, he started the
3: Age of Apocalypse, and he's Charles Xavier's igle- illegitimate <coughs> child. Yes. Yep.
1: Um, I have the Legion quests. Um, that's the him killing Xavier by mistake is what started the age of apocalypse and then uh Magneto witnessing that death um pushed him to pursue Charles's dreams instead of his own and he created the X-Men and they were battling apocalypse so that's the that's why Magneto was the leader of the X-Men during Is That
2: when he went to the white uniform?
1: No. That's um during the more recent
2: Okay. More recent stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: I don't, I don't Which want. I'm not entire. I haven't um, read all that. Okay, so. so that's immortality in a bad way, in my opinion. Which one, Kerkoa. Yeah, because it's so. What is so that? So they're basically every time a mutant dies, they're reborn. They're reloaded from a backup, and How, so they uh, why die. Why would that be bad? As for a story, it takes away all the conflict. There's not There's nothing to be mm, lost. There's no
1: consequences. So
3: so, so literally. I was reading uh, "Way Way of X," and one of the things was like they were all joking. It's like, oh, you never have before, ha ha ha. You know, it almost like you're talking about having sex, but they're actually talking about dying. Yeah. And then she like ends up putting herself in a way so she dies on the first time, and that's kind of was like the whole the whole book. Mm. But as far as like conflict and resolution and and a good drama, there's you want, there's no, you want there's
1: consequences to be.
3: There's nothing. There's nothing to be lost. So how can you really, really gain? And the only thing that they've kind of been rumoring about it's like, oh, there's something going on beneath the surface. All right, I'm I'm five books in, and you, what are you doing? Oh, now there's the X Men Gala. Uh, I'm hoping the Wolverine one renews my. Uh, That's why underneath. shows
1: like Game of Thrones and shit like that, or even Attack on Titan, they uh, when they kill somebody. They're fucking dead. Like, ain't no coming back. And they die brutally, like, all the time. They get eaten by (laughs) giant titans. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that was, if I had one bitch about uh, fucking love Dragon Ball to the day I die, I might have Dragon Balls set into my casket. You know what I mean? (laughs) But... That's the one thing that kills me about it is no, I mean, death is never, you can always wish him. Everybody's always upset about somebody getting hurt, but then it's like, well, everybody always comes back. So death is not really a consequence.
3: So there was this, uh, uh <clears throat> when you mentioned you want to talk about kind of immortality as kind of a topic. Yeah. There's, it was a five run series. I wish it would have been more, but it was, uh, the many deaths of Lila Starr. So what it's about is death, personified, is fired. She, the first book is she walks in and she's like the boss of the gods or whatever. It doesn't really give a name, but it's like, oh, sorry. Uh, they just found immortality down on Earth. Uh, we don't need you anymore. You're fired. Uh, go, go live back as a human on Earth and uh, live out the rest of your days. That would be interesting. And every book... She live. she's born, and she dies. And then she's good friends with the God of life, so he keeps bringing her back to life into another body. That's almost
2: like Solomon Grundy and his story.
1: Solomon Grundy, he's such a cool character, man. Born on a Tuesday? Yeah.
2: Born on a Monday (laughs) and then dies on a Friday. I I used to have that whole little poem down. (laughs) Dude, I
1: always liked his, that's another form of immortality that would suck ass. Cause he's basically a zombie. Yeah, that dude's a zombie. That's but like, he doesn't eat brains. And he's a fucking yeah. idiot though. Yeah, but yeah. I mean that would, that's a form that would suck. The like, w- from w- do you think the, any form of immortality wouldn't, wouldn't suck?
2: Well, as long like, as you keep your head attached, you know, being a Highlander and immortal that way would be phenomenal.
1: Yeah, but what about companion? I always think about the mental aspect of that is like well you can still like have how, companions i think i mean for one we're not meant to live forever but like you better choose your companions wisely they show that in these vampire chronicles books it's like you choose your companions unwisely and either they're eventually going to leave or you guys are, uh, you know what i mean yeah. you guys are going to eventually hate each other or not have any interest at all and like you'll be alone again anyway So it's like, that's what I find interesting about her books is she gets really into um, how they handle all that. And like, sometimes it's not good at all. Some, some vampires are like, fuck this and just walk into some fire and die.
2: Yeah. Well, look at Connor McLeod. So in the first Highlander, it shows him, you know, he, he has the love of his life. It shows them living together Mm -hmm. all the way up until she dies. Yeah. And then after that, he really didn't actually take another companion. He never found love again. He never did either. But he had friends. He ended up meeting Duncan. Um, and, you know, he adopted one of the kids that he'd found during the war and raised her as his own.
1: Mm-hmm. But then, uh, uh, what, what was that kid's <laughs> name? What is that kid's name? Oh, I can't think of her name. I know she was... No, no, no. The, the young kid in the TV show. It was oh. in the TV show. I'm thinking, because you said Duncan. Yeah,
2: Duncan McLeod. Um,
1: uh, that kid that becomes a vamp or uh, immortal for a little bit and then dies a couple seasons later. Yeah, the, the redhead kid. He looked like a Jimmy Olsen. Type that character. would be some bullshit. Get some immortality and get killed like a year later. Anyway. <laughs> What's that?
3: Did that on tr- True Blood when a vampire was made without authorization.
1: They just yes, kill that's
3: him. right. Yeah, they're just like, oh, the court has decided they put you in a sun pit and
1: that's kind of the rules um to begin with in um the vampire chronicles stuff when they go into the older, older vampires, like that was kind of the rules with the Covens, is like you don't know do that kind of thing and all this and that and it's I, what i really love about it is her evolution of how people approach vampirism and Im- immortality as time goes on. And like they have those older ways of thinking and as people newer vampires are made they're like, "Well, fuck that. Kind of like how shit is." Anyway. Yeah. It's like nothing's ever stays the same even when you're immortal. Especially when you're immortal, probably.
3: Or like in Berserker, he's like, I've forgotten so much
1: stuff. and it, yeah. Like, yeah. Eons and have gone by. And, and he is fucking, like, how old did they? 85,000 years old? Yeah. Like, what in the fuck?
2: Yeah, because I think in the first issue, it was like in the Bronze Age when he was born.
1: Yeah, he was a caveman. Yeah. I think Thor had some of that going
3: on in a few comics I read, too, where he's like... It's like Thor. You're always so excited when you see us. It's like, well, it's new. It's like sometimes I don't know if it's been ten years, hundred years. Time doesn't, yeah, affect me the same way.
1: Or, yeah, you just kind of. So just, you'd almost
3: be always trying to live in the live in the now. Yeah, well, most definitely. You, I mean, if you, or you would
1: go crazy.
2: Yeah, you'd have to. You yeah I I don't know if you if you just locked yourself away and then came out every so often.
1: Well, that's what a lot of these vampires do. Is like they eventually. You know, just the monotony of everything drives them to go into hibernation because they're just like, ugh. You know, or they have some emotional trauma, or the loneliness, or whatever, and then they go into hibernation. And the thing with Lestat, he goes into hibernation at like, in like eighteen twenty or something like that. Yeah, and comes back out in the eighties, and it's like a whole new world. And he's like, oh shit. He goes. It's a whole. And new so the, I think. The, that would be the kind of the interesting thing about immortality is if you were able to go, and say sleep for a hundred years, and then come back, and then you'd be like, oh, okay, everything's different, and now everything's interesting again. Yeah. And but she really gets into that where you, like, I think inevitably you would lose your mind, more than once. But the the question would be, is like if you come back from that, or just you know, figure out a way to kill yourself or just be a raving lunatic for eternity.
3: Or, or it comes where you cross <clears> that <throat> line to the super villainy. You know, you don't, in the Thanos, you don't have the compassion for life. It's like you're, you're gone in a blip. Yeah, that too. It's, it's like, like oh, that. the civilization you're, you're crying to be. I don't care. I'll turn it. walk around the block and you'll be gone by the time. Yeah, so like, a, like out of my way. That's that's Hellfire,
1: like, rain. that's like uh Invincible, uh yeah, o- Omni Man. Exactly how he's man, like yeah. he's like, Why do you care? Like these people will be like he's like my his wife was like a pet to him because his twenty yeah. years or whatever on earth was like a weekend. Yeah. You know? It's I, like, yeah, it's cool having a family and all, but I've had lots of families.
2: You're like my 50,000th kid. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, and then later after he leaves Earth, um, you know, in the comics, they haven't got that far on the show, but then he goes to a planet and starts like just having tons of fucking kids.
2: Alien babies. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he And... That show's going to be... I can't wait for that to kick off again.
2: That'll be season yeah. two that kicks
1: off on yeah. that, won't it? And, uh, Invincible is exceptional, I think.
2: And that's on Amazon, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a really good show. The Boys... I love The Boys. <laughs> the Boys I'm excited for, too. Uh, I'm hoping they, there's uh, talk one of tr- a Sandman. Sandman? Yeah, I've heard rumors there's about rumors. that,
2: that they wanted to bring a Sandman. Sandman well, from like-
3: Spider-Man? No, Sandman uh, Neil Gaiman, Sandman Neil. Didn't, I don't know
2: the the Sandman. He uh, Lord oh, like,
3: of, Lord of Dreams. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, actually, Lucifer, the character Lucifer he... Morningstar came from there. Yeah. Um, Mazakai or whatever.
2: Yeah, it's, his little the uh, show
3: Lucifer. Yeah. So his character. So it's the it, same. So universe? comic book. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, uh, original. Pretty is it? Was that DC Black or a D- uh, Dark Label? I Black Label Black I Label. I think
2: that might have been Black Label. Or
3: or I mean it was pretty or it was probably Vertigo originally.
2: Actually, I think you're correct on that. I think it was Vertigo.
3: But yeah. So, um but great great story. Um so he's the lord of dreams and he's kidnapped been... and then it, it's very m- mythological. Yeah. And, and I think they as... do a
2: really good job with it, too. Because you can just take it so many areas,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. And then there's the character of Death herself. That's his sister, and you know, it, like I think there's was, there's was even a spinoff just for her. Oh, cool! Right on. And then like Desire, there's a character for Desire who's both male and female parts simultaneously because he didn't want to limit sex to one specific area. Mm. I mean, in just in all sorts of different and, um <clears throat> greed. No, I can't. Now I'm now I'm getting American Gods confused. Hey, that it's was TV a good show. series too. <laughs> I, I I want to go back and read the comics. I watched. I binged the first two seasons on on Stars. Huh. That's Neil Gaiman as well.
1: Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Who is Neil Gaiman? Who's this? Who is Neil Gaiman? Yeah, what's this? Who's this? He's he's
3: a he's a British author. Um, amazing, um, in my opinion, I think one of the best still alive authors. Um,
1: very Brandon, big into Brandon Sanderson,
3: big into mythology. Um he, He's best known for the Sandman comic book. I think that's really where it kind of. But he's didn't he do some Hellblazer as well? Yeah, I think so. I
1: think O'Shea was talking about Sandman when he, he was. was when he was on.
3: Yeah. Um So like, I've got a book of his up. It's just uh, the Norse mythology. So he's just retelling all the Norse mythology. Oh, nice. There's a comic book. Adaptation of that same thing Okay So I think he's kind of Putting both in Written novel form And as comic book A lot of the time
2: That's awesome to have it Out there on Different medium forms Yeah And yeah If you haven't seen the show Lucifer You should watch it It's I've, it's really good
1: okay, Yeah I've thought about it I've thought about it It's good I mean I, I'm, I'm white It's a Jay Bruckenheimer Same guy who
3: did a, a L.A. Law So I mean it's It's very it's a cop show. Is really what it is. A cop you know? show
2: with the devil sidekick.
3: Yeah. So instead of you know like the the like all the salt and pepper shows where you got the black cop white cop. Yeah. No, yeah. it's the it's the devil and then. Or the like Bones. Show.
1: Yeah. That kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: and I didn't. I hadn't watched Lucifer um, until I believe it was um, Crisis on Infinite Earth story arc uh, from the is CW. This, okay, wait a minute.
1: Is this Lucifer thing from? DC like
2: what? Yes, he's a DC character, and um they actually he comes from I believe it's Earth 66. Oh
1: holy shit. I did not know this was based on some comic book shit. Yeah. Yeah, it started in in yeah, his first appearance was in Sandman. Wow.
2: And yeah, they just they, they touch Crazy. on a lot of stuff, and that's nuts. And they do mention him in Crisis um on the CW, the Crisis crossover that they did. Um, when they were showing all those different Earths. Uh,
1: so is this part of the Arrowverse and shit, too? Uh, no, he was actually,
2: he predated the Arrowverse um, by several years. Um, but they tied him all, they tied everything in with that crossover.
0: Huh.
3: And so, yeah,
2: I think it's Earth-66 that he comes from.
3: <clears throat> was Constantine in that? No, that was Futures. There was past. one
1: with... I heard Constantine did show up in some show. What was it? Um,
2: he was on um, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah.
1: And it was supposed to be, like, the shit.
2: Oh, he did a phenomenal job. Is it Legends is, of Tomorrow really find, great?
3: He has a solo series out there. Is it, it
2: had one or two seasons. It was awesome. And it was the same actor. It would
1: be yeah, awesome. later same actor. So it, it was... That's what I'm saying It's like Constantine is a fucking great character.
3: It was a horror show. And I think that's why. <clears> throat> yeah. Throat> throat> not a lot of people. And it was re- a weird TV network like TNT or Star. Because yeah, I or think Runa. they did
2: one full live action series uh, season and then they had a cartoon series uh, season with it um, called Angels and Demons, I believe is what it was. Oh. Um, yeah. And he voiced it, too, as well. And then, yeah, he just he killed it. He nailed it. Um hands down best Constantine I've seen yet. And nothing against Keanu Reeves, but No, that better.
1: movie isn't Hellblazer though. That's its own thing. Like well, the, the that movie was way off from the comics. Not that it's not a fucking great movie because it is. It would have been even but better it is if it'd been Willoughby. It's not uh it's not Hellblazer. It's its own little thing. It's
3: See, I've never I, I need to go back and read those old ones. The old Hellblazer.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little, it's way different, but it's still a fucking sweet movie. And I I oh, I've I still like loved, it. i loved it.
2: it. Yeah, it's. Still. I mean, it's a Keanu Reeves movie. Okay,
1: <laughs> we're getting close to the end here, but one last thing before we get going, I wanted to talk about Peacemaker because I think this is such a fucking great show. Oh, it's phenomenal. What have you watched it all? I am one hundred percent. Bill, he's up. only in a episode because well, he's a lamer. The episode. He's a, uh you he's oh, a big old lamer.
2: It is great. Um, I actually finished watching today's episode. Uh, I haven't watched I came the here. newest one. Yeah, oh so don't
1: say anything oh, about that
0: one. I won't, but, but
2: it's phenomenal. What did you
1: think of Eagley? I
3: thought the whole thing was a big meme. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love so, the I opening mean, for, line. For <coughs> I mean, I i I'm, I'm conflicted, honestly, whether I really like it or not. I think it, in the right mood when I'm just like you know, it's, don't it, want any. I want to remove some brain cells and
1: just you know. It's not. definitely not a thinking show. No, it's it's a good time. Go ahead. It's just I'm really over the top, cheesy. You
3: know, and, so, and I like Stupid. the characters and you know. um but maybe has the greatest I, I've, introduction I've sequence s- ever yes seen, we've already <laughs> seen guardians of the galaxy and what i don't like it i mean i know it's james gunn and i think you know that it's him it's fine but i almost want more palette more variation I, i'm interested to see if there's actually any real character development within him, versus just you know i'm a douchebag yeah. and i don't care you know
1: well, I think there's going to be a lot of that. I think what this is is them turning him into an actual hero.
2: Yeah, and like with today's episode, it and and last Which weeks, it kind of humbles him.
1: Yeah, you've only seen the first episode, so correct. You're oh. gonna see as you watch. There, there's already a little bit of you know he's struggling with what happened in Suicide Squad when he killed Flag. Um he struggles with a lot of things, and I think it's him. Like he he is an idiot, and he falls into a lot of dumb shit that gets him slapped, thrown into the villain category along with his fucking shitty dad. So oh, yeah. I think it's it's more of a story of him finding out who he is. Without everybody else telling who, you know what I mean? Yeah. So him actually becoming the hero that he wants to be.
2: Yeah, and just the way they're doing it so far, I've been really impressed with the character development. Some of the name drops that they drop in there, um, I believe it's in the second or third episode, they drop Batmite, of yeah. all things.
1: Yeah, they're they're working really hard on... James Gunn is really trying hard to work on that continuity thing. You know what I mean? Make sure that they have their DC-verse like it deserves, man. Like, how fucking cool would it be to have a really, really well-established DC universe that is just as good as the MCU?
2: I I would love to see that, because, I mean, I'm a fan of both entities. I love Marvel, I love DC, and um, like I said, the CW is, you know, just hit it on the head with Stargirl and those things. Yeah,
1: but CW's not... Like, they do their own, they have their CW-verse, and, like, that's cool and all if they do their own multiverse thing. And then then you could totally um, justify all that. It's just hard for me when DC is constantly changing their actors for... Yeah. for It's like you never get consistency with them, and it drives me nuts. And I I agree with that. That's what... Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, and like the Snyder Cut are for me is a ray of hope that they are gonna establish this. uh, Even Aquaman, yeah, even Aquaman. That was a fucking crazy long movie that you know I don't think needed to be that long, but still pretty good. And
2: but with where they're going at with Peacemaker right now, I think they're spot on. You know, I didn't know much about Peacemaker until the series and. I've delved into it a little bit. Um,
1: if you yeah. get into if you get into the new Suicide Squad run, and I think it's over now, or maybe not. But I
3: was um, it get Joke? Well, I don't know. Bad, not so. get
1: Joker. That's a different one. That's a Black Label book, I think. Yeah, but the current run um, Peacemaker is sort of the head of the team him and superboy like superboy is on the team too or no yeah superboy oh wow is on the team um he's been uh kid basically kidnapped by Waller oh wow okay um and for because his he asked her why he's there he's just like I'm not a criminal and she's like your crime is existing because he's a that- clone
2: That's Amanda Waller for you.
1: Yeah. So, him and Peacemaker kind of butt heads in it, and it's an interesting... I really love Suicide Squad. It's one of my very favorite um, comic series, like, ever.
2: And I have to say, Judo Master and Peacemaker right now, he's just a phenomenal character.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's just a funny show, dude. I fucking love the lightheartedness. Obviously, it's like a... An attempt at like almost
2: like a buddy cop movie, but
1: it's obviously an attempt in like to play on that Deadpool success. But I think they're doing it well. Yeah, and uh, and I think it.
2: And John Cena's doing a phenomenal yeah, he's job. He's
1: funny, man. And that intro sequence. What do oh, you God. think of that, Bill? <laughs> I don't know what I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I, 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 I love was walking it. in and came down in the middle, and I'm like i fucking love it so much the whole, uh, uh. yeah the way it, especially in the cops are dancing and he's like you know doing the little dude so good oh yeah because they're not even trying to dance good
2: no they're just they're just it's doing. so bad
1: it's so bad it's fucking great
2: yeah and i usually skip intros and i haven't skipped the intro oh never this yet. i'll never skip that one <laughs> yeah no it's. Oh, i will I never
1: uh this, another one that was like that for me was um, um, Super Crooks. Have you watched that? No, I haven't. Well, um, that's one I've been trying to get everybody to watch. It's an a- uh, animated show, kind of anime style. Okay. Um, it's in, you know, Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah. Okay. So it takes place in that same universe, but these guys are... That's why they're super crooks. Uh, Okay, because they're like robbing ATMs and you know jewelry Yeah. They do fucking heists and crap. They're you know okay, yeah, low end villains.
2: (laughs) So like Kite Man. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly,
1: exactly. (laughs) Like just kind of guys that you know they're petty criminals. They just happen to have superpowers. Okay. It's a really good show, and it has one of the best intro sequences I've ever seen too. It's similar to that, uh, but there, it's a. He's a big old I'm on, hater. I'm on the fence. Okay, well See, keep I, I keep watching. I think you'll like it. Sometimes I want something deep and meaningful, or what well, I think it goes there. It does. It's just they un- it's under fun that fun layer moments. of funny. You gotta. It's one of them shows that, it's a James Gunn thing. So you know how. You get the pull on the heartstrings and Guardians of the Galaxy while it's hilarious the whole time, but it's still and you it, want to cry sometimes.
2: And it follows suit right along with the way he did Suicide Squad. Um, that the second one, I mean, his character—you know—they it, it, explain what happens to him after he kills Flag and um, Dead. Kind of Deadshot uh, does his thing. <laughs> They're like,
1: yeah, he—he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny, too. They don't even really say how he, he got shot in the throat, and he's like, he's good. He got a broken collarbone. <laughs> and a building fell on him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's good. It's yeah. okay. okay. They don't even explain it. That's, he's that's just
3: lucky that's all that happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> now
1: get out of here. Dude, I, and I loved that Suicide Squad movie so much.
2: Oh, it was so phenomenally well done.
1: <clears throat> I really, really loved. I think that's like one of the underrated movies of the year.
2: Oh yeah, and you know the first one was was good, but that second one, hands down, best I like, movie I've seen in a I while. I like them both. Oh, I do too. And, I like but them both. The way they did Starro, they did him justice. They they yes. did a phenomenal job with him. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, so was it accurate
1: to the comic. Uh, um, pretty close. Well, yeah. see, the thing about Suicide Squad is, is it's variable. The team's always changing. That's one of the great things about it. It's kind of like the Avengers. Like the team is never the same. It's they, always changing. They
2: had a couple of the same cast members uh, from the first one that you know joined this team, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but just you know they. I, have you seen the second one yet? Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, in the first ten minutes, they kill off. The very first team, mm-hmm. and
1: and then you get in the comics. Like you just get each each time they do a new run, it's a whole new team.
3: But I mean is, uh, was, was starro Oh yes,
2: accurate. Oh oh yeah, accurate. fuck yeah, yeah. That's- Best. I mean, even down to the little things coming out of his armpits. I mean, was done yeah, he perfect. was
1: yeah. Starro was done very well, and I was really happy to see that. I was kind of hoping to see that in more of a Superman. Story
2: Uh, I kind of figured they would have Introduced Starro in through Superman But the way they did it here Hands Mm. down amazing
1: But so much better Than what I would have wanted Oh yeah It's like one of those things you didn't know You wanted until you got it
2: Yeah and once you got it you were like Yeah this is the shit Yeah it was perfect
1: Sweet So anything else you want to discuss bill no i think I had a good conversation here yeah sweet man i'm glad you came on here well, i'm glad Thanks you guys had me this yeah, was dude. fun yeah absolutely man anytime you want to come on and hang out we're fucking more than happy
2: yeah no anytime you guys want to get together and talk nerds <laughs> yeah dude. i could do this for hours for sure
3: <laughs> for sure <laughs> once a week yeah yeah all, <laughs> all the time Yep,
2: I listened to I I hadn't listened to podcasts yet, you know, people have been telling me to until, you know, like when Norse started their Are for Love R for Our Love of Comics mm-hmm. and then you guys put yours out and right now those are the two main podcasts I listen to and it's it's I'm loving Sweet, it. Sweet, man. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and I every so far every show you guys have put out has been phenomenal and I've just really enjoyed it. Oh.
1: You, shucks. Oh, shucks Well, Dang I, it. I, I listen to it at work So I torture
2: everybody at work with it in the morning. Do you? Oh, yeah Hell I yeah. put it on the loudspeaker And everybody's got to hear it They're like, what are you listening to? I'm like, nerd stuff
1: Yeah <laughs> Shh, I'm listening I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan
2: I like Joe Rogan, he's good
1: Yeah he's, He does a lot of COVID talk these days And I'm over it This is uh, the only thing His show back before all that Was so much better Because... He didn't focus so much on all that. I guess but, Neil Young's all pissed off at him for something. Yeah, well, he got he said he didn't want to be on the same platform as him because he puts out misinformation. But which is not true. I mean, if you listen, hey, if you listen hey. to him, there's if you a, actually There's a group of doctors No, that I'm, are aware. To I'm aware. I'm <laughs> aware. I'm aware. I'm aware of the situation. That's you know, we can have that conversation another time. We are at the end of our about an hour and a half here, huh? That went quick. That yeah. was an easy one. Yeah, that was fun, yeah. definitely.
3: But yeah, make sure to subscribe to us on uh, Spotify. We think that's the best place to find us. And Absolutely, yeah. Follow us.
1: Get to hit the fucking hit yeah. the bell, and you get notifications. Every time we drop an episode you guys on
2: Spotify, because right now I just follow you through the Comic Zone. So
1: yeah, dude, follow us there, and if
3: so on, just straight up off, of fa- off of Facebook too. You can play them right off of there now too. Yeah, so. absolutely.
2: Awesome. Yeah, because f- I've been playing them off of the zone, you know, and so yeah. yeah. If you're on Spotify, I'll put you on my thing and hit the button as well.
1: Sweet. All right, guys, that's it for today. Bye. Bye. Bye.